0: Hi, I'm George Techman here with Steve, the big cat Anderson, and we're joined by Bruce Cull from the NFAA Foundation and Brittany Salonan from the NFAA. And we are here once again, as is our annual tradition for seven years running, to talk about the Vegas shoot. Welcome to the show, folks.
1: Hey, thanks for having us, George and Steve. We're excited and ready to go.
0: Brittany, are you excited and ready to go?
2: Yes, <laughs> I'm ready to be there.
0: <laughs> I think we're all ready to be in Vegas. Yeah. So, uh, what's the weather like in Yankton right now?
2: Snow, 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 snow. It's
0: beautiful, sunshine,
1: <laughs> 30 inches of snow on the ground. <laughs> probably a lot like where you're at. Ugh.
0: Well, we don't have 30 inches of snow on the ground here in the Salt Lake Valley, but we do have uh, cooler temperatures, shall we say. So guess what? We're all looking forward to going to Vegas just as Ra. A- Bruce, maybe looking at a record number, very close Absolutely. to it.
1: Yeah, you know we're we're excited. We've got um, basically we're we're knocking on the door of the 2020 number right now, and we've got some late ones coming in, some that haven't put in. So basically, um, you know, everybody says is this the year we're going to hit four thousand. Well, you know, it very well could be. Um, you know, we're right at 3800 right now, on 38, 35 or something was the record before.
0: So, yeah, you typically yeah, count on a couple hundred people walking up to the desk and uh, and registering at the last minute. That often happens, right?
1: Yeah. And we've had 50 people register just since like last Friday. So, yeah, I mean, that number continues to grow. And, you know, we're on track. So, I, I mean, I would like to say that uh, archery's back for the pandemic didn't hurt us. So, we just, uh, we're looking forward to everything this year is going to bring.
0: I saw Steve uh, shoot a clean score today in the Hoyt League. Steve's obviously getting ready, right?
3: Um, It was not a great score. No, I don't. Mean, but we're getting ready. Yeah.
0: Well, there's this could no doubt we this got could
1: be Steve's year.
0: This could be Steve's year. Absolutely, not it could be, be year. It's supposed to. It's the uh, on the Asian calendar. It's the year of the rabbit, but this could be the year of the cat.
3: <laughs> oh yes. This All right. Be, so. uh, this could be Brittany's year if she shoots too. You never know.
2: Yeah, I saw you invited me to the Hoyt League. I didn't make it.
3: did i send you an invite
2: yeah so i get it every day (laughs) oh i like it it's nice nice to know you guys are doing that makes you feel included
3: why i uh, sent you that i had wrote something funny on the the invite right no (laughs) now i gotta look it
2: up (laughs) well
0: with that said you know once again it's going to be a action-packed weekend in vegas bruce Walk us through, and Brittany, walk us through the um, the event calendar for Vegas Shoot 2023.
1: Well, you know, basically, uh, everything starts out on Thursday. Um, Thursday is, you know, the open practice for everybody. Um, well, you know, one thing a lot of people don't know, and it's not uh, necessary that they know this, but it's kind of neat, you know, as we talk about getting close to a 4,000 number, we're also getting close to a 5,000 number. On Wednesday and Thursday, the two days previous to the actual Vegas shoot, we have several subsequent shoots going on. The uh, Nevada State NASP um, happens in the pre-foot arenas. We've got the Western S3DA championship. Uh, I think we've got a couple Nevada JOAD shoots. And, you know, we've got about another 1,000 people there. So we've never really included that number because that isn't the Vegas shoot. However, it kind of is. But those go on even before everybody gets there. So... That's kind of a fun thing. Um, So they're taking
0: advantage of the infrastructure for the Vegas shoot to be able to put on these other big tournaments, including that big NASP event, right?
1: Yeah, exactly. And, you know, I think most of uh, manufacturers all know and a lot of dealers do another thing that has been, you know, really a great deal, I think, is the NABA show now is held, you know, two days prior to the Vegas shoot. Um, Several dealers are really happy. They get to come and, um, you know, they do all their buying for the year, see all the new stuff. And then, stay over and practice a day and then get right into the Vegas shoot. So that's a lot of manufacturers, a lot of people, um, you know, that are there and it's kind of turning uh, the whole Vegas shoot into a real big hub for archery. So. Yeah. And that's, that's not to
0: of mention, of course, the biggest consumer show in the sport, which is the Vegas shoot uh, show. I don't know what the title of that is, but. Uh,
1: the Vegas shoot show. That sounds like a great name.
0: There you go. Uh, I mean, you yeah.
1: Uh, you know, George, you're about the only one that can go back and date as long as I do. But I remember that being the National Archery Show, the the Vegas shoot dealer or whatever. And I mean, it, you know, it was the pre-ATA um, show. Uh, yeah, there was
0: a time, folks, when that show was actually a closed show. for. It was a three-day show. And it was a closed show for the first two days, only industry people. And then on the final day, they would open it up to the public. At various points in the past, there was admission charged, like when it was at the Trop, and there was uh, you know many different permutations of this thing. But today, it's a, a basically a free addendum, a huge you know sideshow to the Vegas shoot itself, and it is the one consumer show where you can go and frequent frequently you can buy stuff at the show. You certainly can see everything from all the top manufacturers, and and you know not to not to uh, put too fine a point on it, but you actually have more participation in this show in the space relevant to Vegas shoot participants than you would have seen at an ATA show, which is a closed show.
1: Yeah, this is, you know, what's really nice about this is it's got a real strong emphasis. I'm not going to say it's hundred percent, but very close to, you know, target archery specific and people love that. Um, Several manufacturers, you know, they'll debut equipment at this. Um, and of course it's an incredible consumer show and you know the other thing that's kind of neat There's still and i know you guys know um there's still some international people that come over and kind of like to come to this because it's a little laid back for them compared to the ata show so they really enjoy you know talking to you know all the companies there and and having a little more personal contact with them so yeah it's, it's a great great show
0: yeah and all the big brands will be there you know um uh easton will be there of course with the easton booth and uh There will be some Eastern Arrows that will be given away from some of the major bow manufacturers uh, when those bow manufacturers are doing their giveaways. It's an opportunity to come and talk to the uh, arrow experts like Steve Anderson. And, uh, you know, uh, a lot of the folks in the uh, sport that are there are more than happy to talk to people and sign autographs and do all that sort of thing. So, uh, you know, it's just as a big attraction for a lot of folks as the actual Vegas shoot itself.
1: And, you know, this year, of course, um, one of the things I really enjoy is adding the extra little touches that make Vegas what Vegas is. So, and this is hot off the press. Um, In fact, Brittany right here is making faces at me as I'm about to say this, but um, I just talked to... She's
0: never stopped you before, Bruce.
1: Yeah, I know, I know. Um, I just got um, hot off the press the fact that the uh, Easton, for part of their celebration, have decided to team up with us again. And we're going to have some really cool pyro and we're going to have a couple more balloon drops, so nice. um, that's going to be exciting. And you know, I know the Eastern folks uh, are going to do some more stuff to wrap up their hundred-year uh, anniversary, and um, I think everybody's pretty excited about that. So a lot of neat stuff. And I will say that uh, you want to stick around. You know, we're going to we're going to change the Archers Appreciation Night just a little bit. Um, we haven't had a lot of people really partake in the actual food. So we're not going to have, you know, like we did hot dogs and that kind of thing. We're going to have some light hors d'oeuvres that we're going to distribute kind of in a unique way throughout the crowd. And um, then we're going to have a bunch of prizes, but we're putting all the money of that into prizes for everybody. So between the T-shirt guns and chips and a bunch of people throwing out a lot of random things, uh, we're going to turn it into a real festival. So. I encourage everybody to be there Saturday night, and then we're going to do the same thing again on Sunday night.
0: So just promise, you know. just promise, you're not going to shoot any hors d'oeuvres out the hydraulic cannons, okay?
1: Well, I can't, I can't really say that for sure. Um, you yeah, <laughs> might. I mean, I, I think coleslaw out of a confetti gun would be kind of cool. But... <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, all joking aside, uh, I personally am happy you're going to have some pyro because. I know that there are some plans to do some uh, commemorative videos and uh, nothing shows up better in that arena than, than pyrotechnics. That'll be fun.
1: Yep. And you know, another thing we're adding this year, I just want to give her a little plug. We've got an up and coming country Western singer um, who happens to be from Nashville and she's a Michigan girl. Originally a big bow hunter, um, been an archer all her life grew up and uh, I've invited her to come and she's going to, do our national anthem uh one of the nights and she may do a couple other things but um i would you know like all of you to take a look at sadie bass um look up sadie bass on instagram or facebook and you can follow her and she'll be there and she's uh going to add a little bit to the shoot so that'll be kind of fun this year too
0: and way better than having me try to sing the national anthem like last year
1: Yes, and, and she's a very, very, very good country-western singer, and she definitely looks better than you, George.
0: Oh, well, that, that doesn't take – that's not a long throw, you know?
1: yeah. <laughs> and me.
0: Well, uh-huh. there you go. Anyway, uh, yeah, so really looking forward to this one um, as our uh, slew of our listeners, because one of the opportunities that uh, Steve and I like to take advantage of is that we will be doing a couple of podcasts from the Vegas shoot itself, so uh, roll on up. Let us know what kind of questions you want to have answered at the Vegas shoot. We may actually feature you on the podcast, asking your question. If you uh, catch us at the right time at the Easton booth, Steve and I will be there uh, on and off during the entire weekend. I'm looking forward to uh, working for you again, Bruce, on Sunday night, getting the uh, the big show, getting the shoot down done. And this time around $57,000.
1: Yes, Incredible. Um, It seems like it was just the other day it was 50 and it doesn't seem that long ago that I stood up in front of everybody and presented the winner's check for $1,700 and said, you know what? This is going to be more. Well, it's more. Um, Everybody's come a long way supporting us. Uh, This has been incredible. The the sponsors, the shooters, just the whole growth of archery. Um, Really, really looking forward to it. We've added a lot of little things. You know, Brittany, we've got the $10,000 a day shoot going again.
2: Yeah, so this is kind of an add-on to the Lucky Dog on Sunday. So on Friday and Saturday, anyone that shoots a 300 gets to shoot off for $10,000. So it's the same format as Lucky Dog, but we're doing it two more times. So we've done this for a few years now, and it's it's really exciting. And they have to be
1: signed up for this, right? Yep, yep, yep. it's so an add-on. you everybody can sign up for it. And, um, the
2: championship.
1: And we've seen, you know, in the first year, I think we had a lady win it.
2: Yep, Um We senior. have some people,
1: but not necessarily um, – you know the Steve Andersons of the group so
2: yeah last year a senior a senior pro one
1: yep so, so i look cool. for a bear bower this year
0: it could happen that's the beauty of it anybody could actually win it yeah so that is a uh, that's an add on that you can sign up for at the registration desk when you get to the biggest shoot you don't have to do it online right now right yeah that's
2: correct yep up until the time shooting starts
0: okay and once again, opportunities on Friday and on Saturday for that ten thousand dollar. Basically, uh, you get to shoot for ten thousand dollars if you if you get to a certain level in the uh, in the event. We had to have the entire arena one time.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. We've actually had the arena full, um, you know, two to a target, but yeah. and yeah. that's not so. Yeah, yeah. It can it can be a lot of people. That's great. I mean, You know, it's it's really exactly what you want. One of the coolest things in archery, even the lucky dog, when you can see that number of people go down to one person that quickly, mm-hmm. um, it's kind of amazing. But it's very. I think cool. one of the big things we should do a little pool on. You guys should uh have people email into you or text into you or whatever they do, and uh, we should see if we can guess how many people are going to be in the open shoot off. I think that number. You know, it's it's interesting. in In the last seven years, it's been down to a low of five and up to a high of twenty eight. And uh, we should offer, like, uh, I don't know, a, a free entry to Vegas for next year or something for the one that can win that, or or something. I'm thinking oh, of that's this an
0: interesting thought.
1: We right should at the it. moment, but and of course, Steve and George, you can't be in it.
0: No, I get it, but you know, I'm 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 calling uh, 19. 19 is my number. What do you think, I'm Steve? Hear Steve's
1: guess. I
3: think there's going to be. I think this is going to be one of the bigger years. I mean, you said there was 28
1: that one year. Yeah, 28 was like 19 or 20.
3: Yeah, I remember there were a lot. I thought it was like 25, but I didn't really. You know, I don't pay attention that close. And that's I counting. We're going to have. I'm going to say 24.
0: Okay, 19, and 20. that's like the low end of the guess. Sixteen yeah. is pretty much average. Sixteen is kind of an average running average over the years.
1: Yep. And I think the other thing that's really cool everybody should look at is you know, uh, twenty twenty and, and and last year it was incredible in the women's division. You know, in any given year, a, a nine hundred would win the women's almost yes. you know ninety nine percent of the time.
0: Well, it's very it Yes.
1: <laughs> so. Okay,
3: yeah. to clarify for our guesses, are we talking total number in the open championship shootoff or yeah. total number of nine hundreds?
2: No, 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 total. total
1: in the open shootoff.
0: Okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm going with 24. Okay. I'm going with 19. I believe that we will have twenty-four total nine hundreds, possibly including Brady Ellison again.
1: Yeah. I talked to Brady and names, and he was uh he's pretty excited. Um you know, I, I think he's uh, he's got the mindset right now to do it. So,
0: for folks who don't know, Brady Ellison is the only person in history to shoot a nine hundred on the current Vegas face with a recurve bow. Nobody else has done that.
3: I think yeah. he's the only person to even shoot multiple three hundreds lifetime, but I, I could be wrong there.
0: Uh, you might not be wrong. I believe you might be right. I will say though that uh, you know uh, it's it's absolutely a different thing to do it in Vegas. I mean, imagine. Just incredible.
1: You know, I asked Brady very specifically um, when I, just a few days ago. I said, Brady, I think you should get the compound out and you should shoot Vegas with a compound and be the first guy in history to set another record of the only person that's ever shot a 900 with recurve and a 900 with compound. And his answer, he didn't even think. He goes, nope, I'd much rather do it with a recurve. He's so all- I thought that was interesting. That's a challenge. That's, that's probably one of the most difficult things with a recurve bow and archery that you can do.
0: Yeah, so. And, you know, I, my, my, my joking throwaway comment aside, uh, that one's going to go down on the books because I don't think it's going to be beaten anytime soon. I mean, you know, and we've got some heavy hitters coming to Vegas this year. We've got Ojin Hyuk coming to Vegas. We've got Brady, of course, and we've got a number of other very top level competitors. This is going to be a showcase once again for the very finest in our sport culminating on Sunday night with the shootoff. Well, Bruce and Brittany, any other thoughts before uh, everybody starts packing their bags to head down to Vegas?
1: Just everybody practice up, be ready, and have a lot of fun.
2: Yeah, we're excited. We're excited to see everyone.
0: And so are we. Bruce and uh, Brittany, we really appreciate all of the hard work that goes on behind the scenes to make this event happen once again this year. We really appreciate everything you and your staff have been doing. And we are looking forward once again to another big Vegas shoot.
1: Well, thank you for having us, and we'll see you all in Vegas.
0: Always great talking to those guys. You know, um, the amount of work that goes into putting on one of these things, are basically they're planning for the next one the week after the thing is done. So, you know, it won't be long before they're planning for Vegas 2024, and every year it seems to get bigger. And this year, once again, you know, I think it's pretty cool, Steve, that we're back to that pre-pandemic level, maybe even a record number.
3: Yeah, I wonder what kind of numbers they get for walk-ups average on Thursday. Yeah, you know, it's usually
0: 180 people or so from what I've heard in the past, but, you know, who knows? We'll see. But either way, you know, it's not about records. It's about the experience, and judging from how it went last year when it felt pretty much like a totally normal Vegas, this is going to be a normal, normal Vegas. But with one thing, one difference, Steve, that I personally think makes it an even better thing. You know what that is? No, I do not. They really seem to have improved how they handle smoke in the casino.
3: We'll see how it is this year. Yeah. I don't know, I don't, I don't know. You know what I got to combat that? I bought a Navaj the other day.
0: Oh, that is that the pain. nose quite, cleaning thing?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's incredible. It's incredible. They're not joking when they say you should use it like you would a toothbrush. I mean, not like you would a toothbrush, but you know, as frequently
0: so it's basically a nasal lavage device
3: yeah you're just yeah you're just flushing the the sinus cavities out of that freaking casino smoke and filth and Poor standard. So I'm very excited to take that to Vegas. It could be a total game changer.
0: Game changer, especially at the low humidity levels. Well, here we are in Salt Lake City where the humidity levels are, what, 8% sometimes in the wintertime.
3: If by some miracle I win Vegas this year, it'll be because of that Navaj. Oh, there you go. And then
0: you could be their poster boy. Yeah. If they ever pick up archery as a, as a thing. All right, moving on. We've got uh, you back from Neem just now. We're back. Yeah. Yeah. So how was the how was Neem?
3: It was fine. You know, I think this is my, I don't know, maybe eighth time being there. Yeah. I don't even know. Yeah. It's been a lot. Seven time. So it was fine. Same old Neem tournaments. Pretty good. Um. Yeah. yeah turnout kind of deal, was turnout was
0: back to pretty back traditional to pretty, levels.
3: Yeah, it was over I think it was over eleven hundred, like just like eleven oh four. Yeah. So it's. uh i think
0: their historic high was on the order of 1200 so it's right yeah, up there. yeah
3: they're right there close to what they were yeah close to what they had before and uh once again now they're the largest tournament again in europe i think yeah. jvd had surpassed them one year maybe I
0: don't well know. and Com- you know what I, i'm not even looking at it as a competitive thing it's just great that there are these multiple opportunities for big vegas style indoor events in europe um You know, at the same time as Vegas uh, this year, there's going to be the uh, uh, Osaka Indoor. And um, I believe that we're going to be seeing something like a mandatory cap of something on the order of 900 people for that. And that's simply because of, you know, continuing um, health stuff going on in Japan. But still, 900 people in one tournament, that's pretty good. Uh, I believe that we're going to be seeing additional iterations of some other shoots that are Going to have larger numbers as we continue to roll on. Arizona Cup, as we switch to outdoor. Arizona Cup has a waiting list, you know. So it's pretty clear that outdoor season is something people are raring for already.
3: Yeah, and it's embarrassing they have a, a waiting list. I mean, they, they had this last year. I think their waiting list was 120-some deep. Something you, like You know what the demand is. You need to find a field that can accommodate that. You know, if you're running a national selection shoot, You need to be able to accommodate everyone who wants to participate in national
0: selections or or you need to have a minimum qualifying score to participate sure one or the other
3: yeah but yeah when you get there there will be top level shooters who won't be able to get in and it'll potentially ruin the national shoot
0: it would arguably be it would arguably be better to have for a tournament of that stature a mqs Uh,
3: yeah of course and you know, that might encourage regional participation.
0: Yeah. And, and then afterward, and like you know, that. after that's full from the MQS or after it's been filled to whatever entry is in there, then you open it up Yeah, for um, the remaining slots.
3: I still go back to my thought that outdoor tournaments should not be hard to accommodate a ton of people.
0: Well, and a lot of it depends upon, you know, what what why are you going to Arizona Cup if you're not at a certain level? right
3: yeah you want to participate you want to play exactly exactly so and this is still
0: the only sport that i'm aware of that allows you open entry into premier events without having reached a certain level
3: yeah i don't think in you know in golf you can go to a u.s open qualifier but i think to go to the qualifier you have to have an established handicap of a certain amount
0: you know i i shoot a lot of action pistol uspsa Mm -hmm. nationals allocated five slots to the state of Utah. Not that I come close to qualifying for one of those. I'm just saying the state of Utah got five slots for nationals.
3: Is that based off of participation numbers? It's or membership based numbers? upon
0: the level of shooters coming out of each mm. region. So when you look at it from that perspective, you know, we are very lucky in archery that we have the ability for somebody to literally go to a pro shop and the next day stand on the line next to Steve Anderson or next to Louis Price, or next to Brady Ellison, or you name the shooter.
3: Yeah, for and 180 bucks, you can do it. Yep. Yeah, I can't get on the track with Lewis Hamilton, you know, even if I had the car. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's it is just one of those things, and, and that's fine. I, I think it's great that our sport allows people to do that. I just believe firmly that having a waiting list for an outdoor archery event is ridiculous when you know the demand
0: new world ranking list is out and now it's starting to factor in some of the indoor stuff and the field stuff so guess guess what it did i saw what it did pulled a bunch of koreans off that ranking list is what it did
3: yeah i think they're really looking to get the korean team participating in indoor which is
0: i don't know if that's going to happen
3: yeah i don't know That's not for me to worry about anymore but
0: yeah. Kind of looking forward to speaking to the Korean team. They're going to be coming here to Salt Lake City after Vegas. Looking forward to working with some of those folks. It'll be a good time. It will be. And Oh Jin Hyuk is going to be at the Vegas shoot. He's going to be uh, flinging sticks northbound. The man. The man, the myth, the legend. I, uh, I, I thought that was, it was a very good opportunity to maybe have a legends match between O oh and maybe Justin Hewish. Something like that might happen. Really? Just as an exhibition. When? Probably going to be on Saturday night, so I won't see it. But. Oh. But. It could be. You'll hear about it, though. I'll hear about it.
3: Yeah. What do you, you got Saturday night plans yet?
0: I got Saturday night plans, and they have nothing to do with archery. What are you doing? <laughs> Something else. I don't know what yet.
3: <laughs> you said you had Saturday. You might want to clarify that, or people are going to think you're up to some nefarious activity. Oh, I'm Vegas. just I'm
0: off on Saturday. That's all. Just I don't have to. Do for the first time in 16 years, I do not have to do the. In fact, I am not doing the. Uh, Wa, uh, final. So. And there's a reason.
3: I know the reason.
0: Yes. It's
3: because you're no expert.
0: I'm no expert. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> Anyhow, moving on. Yeah, actually, all joking aside, we are all looking forward to Vegas. Uh, We're also looking forward to the conclusion of Easton's 100-year celebration as we enter year 101 for the Easton brand. And I believe that uh, there's gonna be some special stuff. Bruce made the announcement about Pyro, but there's gonna be a lot more than that. And uh, if you wanna have a look at the the Easton Roadster, the Tesla Roadster, that's gonna be on display. There's gonna be plenty of opportunities to earn prizes, Come to the Easton booth. We'll have some swag that we'll be giving away. Look forward to seeing all of you at the Easton booth. Look forward to seeing all of you at the Easton booth.
3: (laughs) I Yeah, I mean, what else is there to say about Vegas? I think you could hear Brittany, you know, talk about, she's like, let's just get there. I think she's done this enough now. She's like, let's get there.
0: Well, when she's there, she's in her element.
3: You don't know what the problems you're facing are until they come to face you, so... You know, like I was telling my boss here the other day, I was like, man, I don't know what I'm forgetting, or I wouldn't forget it, you know. But you know you're going to forget something at Vegas. It happens every time. It does. And we've got Brandy and Evan here who are really, they, they're really bulldogging this show stuff, and they understand it. And I, I've not done one with Hoyt, so I'm kind of, you know, I'm... i said I had some trepidation over this. And then Jeremy laughed at me for using the word trepidation. and Then Paul accused me of trying to sound... uh, Like me? Yeah, trying to sound, you know, snooty or (laughs) smart or whatever. Anyhow, yeah, I just want to get there. Let's just get there and get this over with. I'm not prepared to shoot. Kind of, whatever. Mailing it in this year. Uh, It might be real dangerous if I go there and do not care at all. It might work out just fine, but...
0: I'm looking forward to seeing yeah. how it works out either way.
3: I if I don't if I don't hit one or I don't hit them all, you know if I miss one, I'm not gonna be that upset. so I'll move on and I think I'm gonna be the guy who has to I really have to like go in. it's gonna be sprints, you know it's gonna be sprints. there's gonna be events that I'm gonna go and prep for and get as good as I can for, get the most out of my can and then it might be a while till the next one. Then I'll sprint to the next one, you know, but I don't think I'm going to have the uh, ability to stick around top-level competitor.
0: Yeah, but your head's going to be in a good place because of how dangerous you can be.
3: Yeah, I mean, it'll be fun to be that guy who can just...
0: Roll up and and ruin ruin some people's day.
3: Maybe I'll go to a USAT or two to really wreck the rankings and just try to screw that up, you know. There's always that guy who would do that. <laughs>
0: <So>. <laughs> well, we'll see how it goes. In the meantime, um, if you, if you uh, run into either me or Steve, hit us up with a podcast question during the Vegas shoot, and we'll be happy to try to accommodate your question during our live Vegas show that is going to be recorded sometime during the shoot.
2: You can catch us at the uh, Easton and Hoyt booths, and we'll uh, see you at the show.